Welcome back to another episode on What the Autism. This podcast is for anyone who is struggling with understanding what autism is and how we can better empower our autism community through research-proven methods. In each episode, I'll be sharing with you groundbreaking research and how the diagnosis of autism can often be misunderstood. If you are a new listener to our podcast, I highly recommend you start from episode one to catch up to speed on various terminology and concepts. Now let's get started. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about mental health conditions in children that have been diagnosed with autism. A new U.S. study published back in January earlier this year by the University of British Columbia and A.J. Drexel Autism Institute actually found that nearly 78% of children with autism have at least one mental health condition in comparison to 14.1% of children without autism. Dr. Connor Kearns is an assistant professor and the lead author of the study, and he stated, quote, For a long time, mental health in kids with autism was neglected because the focus was on autism. There's much greater awareness now, but we don't have enough people trained to provide mental health treatments to kids on the autism spectrum. We need to bridge these two systems and the different sets of providers that tend to treat these children, end quote. And Dr. Kearns brings up a great point. Children with autism are at a much higher risk of other mental health conditions such as anxiety disorder, depression, behavior conduct problems, ADHD, and so many more. This, But the study actually um, additionally compared the prevalence of mental health conditions in children with ASD to children with intellectual disabilities and children with other ongoing chronic conditions that require healthcare attention. And they found that mental health conditions were significantly more prevalent in children with autism than in any other groups. Dr. Kern suggests that, quote, the longer mental health conditions are allowed to exist and worsen, the harder they are going to be to treat. It's much better to catch them early. Right now, we don't have a great system for doing that, end quote. This research study revealed some pretty interesting data and factual information about our population of children with autism. And even during my experience as a clinical manager, over half of my clients came in with other mental health conditions, and that ranges anywhere from anxiety disorders, ADHD, and severe behavior conduct problems. This comes to provide us with another reason as to why our children with autism needs treatment as soon as possible. I've actually encountered quite a large population of parents and advocates that push for neurodiversity and not treating the autism diagnosis, stating that we should, quote, accept the uniqueness of our children and not seek to, quote, change our children's personalities. Now, neurodiversity is definitely something that I strongly believe we need to continue advocating for within our healthcare policies and education systems to provide more learning opportunities for all of our children, regardless of whether they have a mental disability or not. However, leaving the autism diagnosis untreated leaves our children at risk for so many other mental health conditions that could result in dangerous health risks and safety concerns. The important thing to know is that effective research-proven treatment such as ABA does not base their principles upon changing a child's personality. The goal is for us to teach the child life skills that will help promote the children or the specific child to become more independent in life rather than remaining dependent on their caretakers to provide their daily necessities. 
when we're looking at um, shaping the behaviors of our children, we're not looking to, quote, change their personality. Rather, we are aiming to provide them functional communication and replacement behaviors for them to continue living life as independent and safely as possible. But if you're interested um, more about my opinions on ABA and what it can offer for children diagnosed with autism, I highly recommend you check out my episode 6 through 9, where I break down the basics of ABA to help you determine if ABA may be the best treatment for your child. If you have any concerns or questions about what we talked about in today's episode, I would love to have the opportunity to answer your questions and help clarify and explain any of the talking points. You can always connect with me via email at whatTheAutismPodcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook page and Instagram at whattheautism. But this concludes another episode here at What the Autism. We upload a new episode on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Please note that this podcast has been created to discuss my personal experiences and opinions and is not a means of medical or psychological recommendations. But if you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast channel, and I'll see you in episode 17.